Hello, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Sorry if I'm sounding a little bit groggy. I know it probably doesn't sound like it, but I just took a red eye from Chicago, rather from LA to Chicago. I just spent three days at Laguna Seca with Speed Ventures, and now I'm back in Chicago for Grid Life Track Battle Round 3 at Autobahn Country Club. A lot of this audio that you're going to be listening to in this show is actually live commentary from Grid Life Track Battle Round 2 from our Midwest Festival at Gingerman Raceway just a couple weeks ago. Joining us on this show is Tom O'Gorman and James Houghton, two really, really fast Honda drivers, Tom in Pirelli World Challenge, and James driving one of the fastest time attack in the country. And then we cap it all off with a couple sessions of live commentary from Matt Farah uh, in his press car M3. Zach Clapman also joins us for those. So anyways, if you enjoy the show, share with a friend. You can find us at facebook.com slash show. You can leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. Grid Life uh, sponsored drivers, Tom O'Gorman from the Pirelli World Challenge. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? You having, uh, you having a good time this weekend? Having the best time. You have your PWC? I'm having a better time than everybody else here, and yeah? I bet they think the same. They're having the best uh, time. That's cool. That's good. Glad to hear it, man. This is your first Midwest Festival. First Midwest Festival. You joined us down in Atlanta for a festival down there. And I was sold. Absolutely, yeah. So I got uh, I got my World Challenge car here, yep. sitting out uh, by the uh, the swag tent or the Play, swag garage. Playing with it a little bit and, uh, and then driving other cars, huh? Driving whatever anybody would give me keys to. And then to. maybe like yelling at people in grid and things like that. Yeah, you know. Um, how is, uh, how's the Pirelli World Challenge season been for you? It's been awesome. So yeah. it's, uh, it's a pro racing sprint series in North America. It's kind of the premier sprint racing series. I've uh, got halfway through the season so far in the touring car series, and uh, I kind of have lots of peaks and valleys. Got a win, got a couple podiums, a couple uh, not-so-great race finishes, but it's the, the brand-new Civic Si 1.5 Turbo. Yeah. So we're kind of working on developing that with Honda. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, how is it being a Honda driver? Is that cool? It's really cool, yeah. yeah. Well, that can't I mean, I've always been a Honda driver, but now I have, like, I have the jacket to prove it, right? It says Honda on it, right? That's a plus. Yeah. Do you have a watch sponsor? That's when it gets really good. There you go. I need the sunglasses. Oakley, call me. Sunglasses sponsor. I got that. Sunglasses sponsor is where it's at, bro. (laughs) Matt, have you driven any of the new Civic SIs with that little turbo motor? Not the SI. I drove the regular. The new, like, regular Civics are great. I haven't had the SI yet. I'm driving the Type R in a couple months. I'm kind of stoked. They do seem better than the, kind of the some of their parts uh, in reviews. The the regular road cars are like, it actually feels like they are the perfect Uber. Yeah. They're designed <laughs> like they have huge back seats and yeah. huge trunks, and uh, they they make and rear USB ports now. So they clearly that someone has an Uber, Uber had an Uber in mind. It's actually all my favorite features as well. Yeah. It's a, on my race actually, car. I, I got one as a press car, and I took me a lot, like the touring one with like the leather and all that. And I had some some fairly upscale friends that were very impressed with it. it they're, a nice not, car. they're not bad little cars, no. No, they're good. They are good. And we appreciate them backing our buddy Tom. Man, twenty four. Have you driven the, the street awesome. SI yet, or just the race car? Uh, just the race car. The street yeah. SI on paper seems a little disappointing because the Type R exists now, and you're like, wait, <laughs> you guys only did that? What? Right, uh, right. Yeah. They'd be like comparing the four-cylinder Viper to the V10 Viper. There's a you know? four-cylinder Viper? <laughs> I don't think there actually was. If there no, was. That would be a terrible Viper. I think they it might the, be kind of fun, actually. 
It like was the like, prowler to the Viper. You yeah, like a 4G63 swapped Viper? <laughs> Viper. Yeah. Time attack B. Time attack B. Some of A is still out there, but it's a thin session. Tony Fuentes rounded turn four into the four, five six combo by himself. You know, it could be. You know, there could be something for literally just sitting out the first half of the session, yeah. waiting till all these cars pit, and then and go. then going out and running. Because if you only need to run a few laps anyway, let these let these guys with these high strung cars just get off the track. Or follow them out, warm your tires up, and uh, and then go go sit, sit for a in it. Yeah, you know? totally. Yep. Because, I mean, there's got to be some time in, like, not having to either make passes or get passed, yeah, you yeah. know, so. You don't get the, uh, the Tony's got He's got the right strategy of just, he's got track time all to himself right now. It's not like uh, sprint racing where you got a bunch of identical cars and you want the aero draft and stuff. Nobody's catching some of these cars. So you're not going to hop in behind Will All Young's car and uh, be tugged up the straightaway. Maybe you're not. No, well, that M3 <laughs> you got is pretty hot, but uh, no. I don't know. It's not no. 800 horsepower Civic hot. But it, is, it actually is very fast. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. You had an M2 here last year, right? Yeah, that was more fun, but the M3 is faster. Yeah. I saw 130 on the on the short back straight in the M3 before breaking like really? a little pussy. Yeah, it's really fast, actually. How much? What, what kind of motor does that have? Turbo inline six, okay. twin scroll. How uh, much power? 425, I think. Wow. Something around there, yeah. I think That's it's underrated, though. They, they rate it that, but I think it's actually 425 at the wheels. Uh, it goes. It I believe go, that. It's very fun. That's, uh, that's, that doesn't sound terrible. I would let you have a go in it, but I'm not going to. Uh, I, don't really, I don't really have the time anyway. I can't. No insurance. Yep, you can on the street if you want. What, uh, what's your uh, Pirelli World Challenge schedule for the rest of the year look like, Tom? I got a bunch of months off. We race in August. Yeah, you, so, you uh, had back-to-back -back race weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah we just came off of that. So we got uh, August, Utah. We got Coda in Texas in uh, September. Yep. And uh, Laguna Seca in October. Does your car okay. perform better at the uh, the tighter tracks or the bigger tracks? Bigger tracks. Bigger yeah. tracks. Yeah, yeah. Because really? uh, I'm in a class with a basically all MX-5s. Oh, yeah. so you have a horsepower advantage. I've got a little bit of power. Uh, my car likes high-speed sweeps, so like we raced at Mosport. Uh, the back half of Lime Rock was awesome. So it's uh, the back this track, half of Lime Rock. That's like a quarter mile. I know. Of track. Yeah, all three quarters <laughs> of it. That's, um, all, that's all you had for them, though. So the, the MX-5s, are they cups, or they, they're different? Yeah, they're ND, ND and ND MX-5 cup cars. Those are fun. I yeah. just had a go in one of those yeah. at uh, Thermal, and it was a riot. Right. Great fun. I spend most of my time, like, cursing them with my fist out the window now. They're super fun. Like, the regular, you know, MX-5 ND is, like, a $24,000 car, mm -hmm. and it feels like a, you know, a tight, fun little package. Until, and then you go, why is this race car sixty-five grand? And you get in the race car, and you go, oh... Yeah. I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Matt, you race a uh, MX-5 Cup in uh, in AER. AER. Yeah, like like it's like bullshit racing. It's That's not real NC, racing, though, right? It's an NC MX-5 yeah. Cup. Okay. I don't know, man. Fun. I did a WRL race, and it felt like I mean that was real. That was fun. Enduro. I, I'm a big fan of enduro. It's awesome. A team, I like racing as a team sport just as much as an individual 100%. sport. I'm getting hooked on it though. It's it's uh, it's addicting, right? Yeah. I mean, I you know I'm on the other end. I write the checks. I don't cash the checks, but <laughs> but. Uh, it is. It's super, super fun, and uh, we've got some fast guys on our team, and we we won actually at NJMP, which is which was That's fun. awesome. Yeah, we just built my uh, my old B spec car fit, sitting down here with the grid life oh. livery on it, into a chump car. Oh, and, nice! Uh, by, by changing the stickers, we weren't at VIR. We were in Mid Ohio, but uh, it blew up here yesterday. Oh, so it's uh, we were supposed Bummer. to race next weekend in Kentucky, and it's blown up now. So it's going to get more power, I think. All of a sudden, it got really loud here. It got really, really loud, loud quickly. Well, oh, it was Cody in the uh, Cody's car, the uh, Pike Speed car. <laughs> okay.
Let's see what now we, we got. Looking, uh, now that we have our first uh, hot laps. No, we've got B. guys uh, making their uh, hot lap or their start of their lap, and we'll know in a minute how this session's going. Group B is on grid. Green flag waving for them. Doing uh, my first full 24-hour race at VIR in oh, yeah? August. Yeah. Uh, chump car in an Be E30. Nice and hot. I've never raced at night before. That's going to be my first one. Have you guys done a, a proper night race before? I have been to VIR in the dark at the VIR 13-hour. Yeah. And uh, in practice, I, I only drove it dark, in dark in the practice because our car blew up right at sunset, uh, or the day, uh, sun, yeah, sunset during the race. But it's uh, dark out there. It's really dark at VIR. <laughs> it is black out there. I'm not confident. Have you raced in the dark before? Yeah, we debuted this, this ISI at uh, Thunder Hill 25-hour last year. Oh. That was his first oh, race. Uh, what what happened there? Did you have an incident with somebody? A little bit. Yeah, I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, they have like full Le Mans prototypes at the top, and then it's like you know mom and pop with their spec me out down yeah. at the bottom. It's like over a minute gap from fastest to slowest, yeah. and they don't light the track either. Pitch black. So uh, Alan Sir Junior, two time IndyCar winner. Came out of the pits without his lights on, and I clocked him. Oh! <laughs> at, at full speed on the front straight. He was doing joke. maybe 30, and I was doing like a buck 30. Oh, my yeah. God. And uh, just a glancing blow I saw him with the last second. Well, if but, he didn't uh, have his lights on, I think that's on him. Yeah, that's the story of how I tried to kill uh, Alan Sir Jr. That's the problem with these open-wheel guys. They don't, have, they don't know about buttons and stuff you need to right. press in GT cars. That's the way he goes. He's like, I've never, I just never had turned the lights on in the car before. <laughs> Couldn't find it. Yeah, he fastest. knows that'll like adjust sway bars in real time, but lights, no idea. Exactly. Got a few fast times coming up here. Cody Miles in the uh, that's the airlift STI with a 37.715. Graham Gaylord 39.143. Chris Tuttle 39.390. Devin Giles at 39.799 and Jordan Connor in the 5.10 rounding out the top five in a 39.972. And we're looking for Time Attack Group D cars, please. Time Attack Group D. D, C, D or C? 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 C, cars. C, cars. C cars. Time C cars. Attack C. We're in B grid. right now. Yes, B. All those numbers look the same when Josh uh, gives me the uh, hand signal. Call for. Yeah. Not very good at this job. I don't know why anybody gave it to me. Spectators down by the rail. If you get away from the track exit just a little bit, just in case, that would be awesome. And, uh, yeah, a little housekeeping note. We really appreciate any help you guys can give us in cleaning up this facility. Obviously, there's a lot of folks here, and they have a lot of garbage. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you all here. And it would be awesome if you filled up a few garbage bags on your way out. So uh, take good care of this track. We really appreciate them letting us throw this party here. And we'll let, uh, we'll let Matt do a rundown of our uh, sponsors. Sponsors? You got me selling ads? All yeah, right. Baby. Grid Life is presented by Power Stop and Falcon Tires, along with Haltech, BC Race and Coilovers, Maxis, the SCCA, and then also Snap-On, Honeywell Garrett, Energy, Coyorad, Competition Radiators, Speed Freaks, Stance, Quick, Tr uh, Quick Trick, Skunk Works, and TF Works. A couple faster cars here. Devin Giles just moved up the up the ranks a little bit with a 38.629. Cody Miles still on top with a 37.715. What is uh, what is super prototype uh, Pike Speed Car running? Oh my now goodness, that, like that thing's out there. Look at that. I didn't know he went out yet. He is running five six. That is Paul Gerard in uh, the Love Fab, Vibrant, uh, all the other sponsors. Pike Speed Envy Eight. <laughs> 
He's passing Devin Giles going into seven. We'll see him coming around for a minute here. Isn't he, is he the one who had that, that insane off at Pike's Peak into the trees? No, he had uh, in. Yeah, oh, that, that was Dollenbach, yeah, right? Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, the, uh, this, the predecessor to this car, Cody was driving it, and uh, suspension piece broke in practice, looped it into a boulder the size of, like, this room. Oh, my and God. And burned the entire thing to the ground almost. Oh, really? Um, I think oh, the only brutal. thing that's on there is the, part of the trans case or something. It's, <laughs> it's mostly new car. This is an all-tube frame car. We'll see what he can do for us. Hopefully he's got a couple laps in it. They're here shaking the car down a little bit before they head back to Pike's Peak in a few weeks. They were just out there the other day for practice. And, uh, oh, good. he's making a hot lap. Let's see what he's got soon. Listen to that thing. The lock lock up up. a little bit. A 32-282 for the first hot lap. And they just on, threw the uh, checker, the so car. that's going to be the last hot lap, unfortunately. You know, Matt, I think you're onto something with that, hanging out, getting some open track stuff. They all go out together, and then we're looking at half the track I, is empty yeah. full of cars. I, yeah, yeah. That would be my strategy. I would, hang, I would sit in the pits for the That'd first five minutes of the session and Absolutely. then go out. Someone's already thought of that, and they're going, stop, you're giving away my strategy. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad strategy. I'd like to see less cars on track at one time. Time attack C to the grid. Because we got the checkered flag out, and uh oh, he's going. Uh, maybe he's just cooling it down. Uh, he's rolling pretty slow. That is a that is quite a slow roll for him. Yeah. Hopefully he. Ha oh, he's oh, always been the grass. Uh oh. Hopefully he hasn't uh, broken. Although it We're, seems like that's exactly what he's done. He's but definitely broken. A bummer. He that's why they have me here for though. these insights. Don't laugh. <laughs> Shaking that car down here, uh, it, it's got to run about uh, 10 minutes up the mountain, so uh, if it can't make it here, they'll fix it and see what they can do. They did qualify uh, last week, I believe. They were the second fastest car in qualifying, at, or in uh, practice at Pikes Peak. Someone told me he runs uh, boost by altitude in that car, which is pretty okay. cool. No, there's... Starts the race at 500 horsepower, finishes the race at 1,000 horsepower. But the actual power is the same the whole time. That's pretty cool. Altitude is a crazy thing. And we got the wrecker on the track. Probably going to do a little flat toe action. Time attack C. I see you guys coming. Time attack C to the grid. We got some open slots on this grid right here. And that is going to be going soon. Does look like some of these cars have uh, thought, I'll sit this one out. It's hot, steamy. Um, saw a little bit of lesser field in A, and uh, even in B also, wasn't totally full. So we do have uh, six run groups just for extra track space for these guys. We're going to run these things nice and tight together. Spectators, please use extra caution when crossing the hot pit. We've got cars coming in, cars coming out. Race cars have the right of way in the hot pits. Now watch your ankles on these splitters and wing end plates. Uh, well, not your ankles on the wing end plates, but the splitters. And your, uh, we, we have seen people get clobbered by wings, and it hurts. So watch out for some of the big wide wings coming through pit right now, please. Some very fast cars in our B group. We'll know, uh, we'll know in just a minute how, uh, how the Pikes Peak car is looking. Hopefully they can hook him up pretty quick. A lot more license plates on these B group cars than the A group. Yes, a lot of these cars <laughs> drove here. A lot of these cars did. I mean, they're hauling the mail for driving here. Yes, it, uh, 
They're very track prepped. I wouldn't want to ride in one of them all the way here, but uh, I'm glad they came. A couple cars in this group came from other side of the country. We got uh, Cooper Pierce. Where do you come from? Alabama, Missouri, someplace down south, Kansas. Wherever Cooper's from, the guesswork e, uh, EG Civic with a V6 up front. Very cool car. He runs that thing all over the country in Global Time Attack with us. Uh, he came up to our VTech Club event uh, that we hosted here at West Michigan Honda Meet. Been trying to get him to come to this event for years, and he finally made it out. And he goes, man, this is even way better than you described it. Yeah. yeah I'm glad Cooper's having a good time. He's a nice dude. He's been writing for our tracktune.com website. Yep. Uh, great writer, too. Looks like leading this group out front. Is that Dustin Rogers in the Evo 10? I believe so. I believe so. It looks like it. Chased by, he'll be chased by the K20 Suzuki Swift. And then Metro mm, Swift thing. Likely. Yeah, that's got a Honda K20 or K24. And it's K20, I believe. Um, that second little Swift thing. Then there's somebody in front of Mike Lee. I can't quite tell who it is from here. Looks like, Looks like a, a Z. Z. Is yeah. that Eric Kaler? Might be. Might be Eric Kaler in the V8 swapped uh, 350Z. I was just super, super bummed out about it. And we went and saw John Ripple at uh, Team Rip Engineering last okay. night. He got us sorted out with something that we could put back in the car. Um, you know, a transmission that was not exactly what we wanted to use, but at least we had something that we could okay. come back out with. And uh, I just hit record here for, for the recording. Uh, we, uh, we're talking to James Houghton. He's had a long day. Um, yeah, so you're a team rep engineering in the middle of the night down yep. in what, Kalamazoo, Michigan? Kalamazoo, About yeah. half an hour, 45 minutes south? 45 yeah. minutes, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and John got us, uh, he got us straightened away with, we didn't get, have all the same ratios that we wanted. We had a third gear that was quite a bit shorter than we okay. like to use. Uh, but he got us something that was able to, you know, get us to a 127 today. So, That's so big thanks to John fast. for, uh, for uh, getting us something that we could be uh, competitive with today. So did your trans blow yesterday? Like, uh, boom? It was, uh, it's a long story. Okay. <laughs> we well, had a problem with fourth gear. Okay. Party time, man. You really put it back together. Unbelievable fast. So you haven't slept at all tonight? I slept from uh, 5.30 until 9, but I was woken up three times to ask questions about putting the car back together <laughs> between those three hours, four hours. And we oh, slept from 4.30 a.m. until the gate opened yesterday. So I'm, I think I'm going to have a normal night's sleep tonight, hopefully. That'd be, that'd I don't be know. Nice. This, this low sleep's working for you. Yeah, I, maybe you found the formula. It's your new ritual. Stay just, up all night, fix the car, go faster. You just got to be able to turn that, you know, whether you're tired or not, I feel like when you get behind the wheel, you just got to be able to just shut all that crap off. What, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, what, do, what do you guys use for uh, when, you're, when you're in a bad spot, like you're fighting the car, you're fighting, you know, the event or something's not working? Uh, do you guys have any tricks to, to really switch into the proper mental game or what do you guys do? Uh, you know, my, my best friend and, and mechanic, Eric Levine, is here, and uh, he, he always, you know, does everything on the car. And if he looks at me and he's like, it's ready to rock, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to do it. Mentally, like, you can just switch just like, all the stress off, and it's yeah. time to go. He's like, if it's good, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, for me, it's about, like, if I'm having fun and having a good time, then I'm going to drive well. Yeah. So having friends around and enjoying the event, being social, and... Everything else kind of comes together. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm out of the car until the last second. You know, socializing yeah. in grid. I'm the last one to put my helmet on, and yeah. then I just my butt hits the seat, and it just happens. If I sit in the car for too long, I start to get in my head and start do to you? think about stuff. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't done that in so long because I know what I need to do. Just get out. And hang <laughs> I don't. On, huh? I don't. I don't get in the car really. I just. Yeah. Last weekend when you were running my car at Mid Ohio for the SCCA Hoosier Super Tour, it. Uh, 
Uh, you get you would drive it over there. All your stuff's just sitting on the floor, and you just get out, walk around, talk to the grid workers because some yeah. of them are PWC workers, some of them you've known for a long time. Yeah. And yeah, time's a little social butterfly, just hopping around <laughs> and, and uh, until like the five minute call. And then uh, slowly straps in, and it's time to rock. So. And I take forever to get in a car, too. So it's like yeah. five minutes, I'm like, oh, yeah. got to hurry. How do I do these belts again? Yeah. <laughs> I had the 40-minute call this morning. Wake yeah. up. You need to go do this you now. Drive <laughs> like, 40 minutes. Your car has a transmission in it. It's about to have a splitter on it. Get your yeah. gear on and go do this. It, uh, I, I can't believe you got it back together when I saw that you guys were building the trans last night. That's, oh. We were eating dinner, and uh, we're not eating dinner. We're going to bed. It was like midnight at 1 o'clock. I think it was Austin showed me a picture on uh, Instagram or Facebook. And it's like, oh, there's a, ho- a transmission, and that's from Houghton. <laughs> well, he might not be running tomorrow, but I'm glad you guys got back out, man. That's a, that's a strong showing. We really, uh, wish, we really wish we could have seen what it could have done today with the proper third gear in, because that car makes so much power. And when you have a, a fairly short third gear coming off all the tight corners, that's just wheel spin city, and we limited yeah. power to kind of avoid that. Okay. And... Uh, it's 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 tough, but we were able to drive around it. You know, it just gives us more to you know. Yeah. When we come back next time, it's uh, gives us something more to look forward to. You guys both ran uh, Grid Life Time Attack at uh, the Mid Ohio Track Battle. Uh, Tom, you were in a Viper ACR. Yep. Um, was that your first Time Attack event, or have you done this before? Uh, yeah, that was my first Time Attack. Yeah, it, uh, it's kind of like short sprint races almost. Yeah. You know, less wheel to wheelie, but I was on uh, street tires in that car, so it was a little less you know one and done. These guys on their slicks and stuff. You guys got <laughs> one chance to get it right, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty it's, much. Uh, it, it all depends. I, you know, a lot of guys depends on all your compounds and stuff like that. Uh, I run a Pirelli DS compound slick, and they actually those give you quite a few chances. They're there on the first lap for you, but if you need to do a second and a third, I've been really lucky with those Pirellis. They they work really really well. We have a contingency program with those up at uh, the CSCS events in Canada. Nice. Yep. So we kind of happened onto those not by choice but by you know being told that this is what you're going to run and uh it actually worked out for the best i've been really really happy with them sure obviously pirelli world challenge we run pirellis too and they're they're great for we run 40 minute sprint races and depending on how you drive them between 20 and 30 minutes they fall off and once they fall off they don't come back oh wow period they will not come back but if you drive it right, you can delay it to about the 30-minute mark instead of the 20-minute mark. Yeah. And, and then you've only got 10 minutes left to survive. And then everybody's surviving at that point. So everybody's in the same boat. It's, it works uh, really well. There's always a battle to fight, huh? Oh, yeah. Always a battle. Always. And you, uh, what tires were you on today, uh, James? I was on, uh, I was on a Pirelli DS front. Yep. And I was on a, a Hoosier A7 rear. Okay. So you run a stickier front? Well, they're, Is that they're right? probably, I would say that they're similar, similar in compound, you know, similar in in stickiness. Well, what size? I mean, yeah. What, I 285 front, 225 rear. It's a big difference. Yeah. It's a big, big tire. Difference. Yeah. It's a there's lot no, of tire in the front of a Honda. There's no weight in the back of that car anyways. It's just a wagon in the back. Yeah. <laughs> You're just pulling it so, along It's back along there. for the ride. Huh? Yeah. But that, uh, that, those compounds seem to work really well for us. The, yeah. the, the Pirelli comes in um, seemingly almost as quick as an A7, but it can last for a little longer. Okay. And the A7s in the rear just uh, seem to come in a little quicker. And uh, we don't have to worry about overheating them as much, so it yeah. seems to work really well. That's interesting tire choice. When you told me, when you told us that on, uh, on an earlier Slip Angle podcast, it was like I didn't know that he was on those. That's weird. But Everyone, hey, if it works, man, it works, right? Mike Lewin from uh, Professional Awesome over there. When I first told him that I was wanting to run, you know, two different tires the first time, Mike is like, 
I don't think that's a good idea. And I'm like, I think it's going to really work. Whatever works, man. <laughs> it's a big stagger, a big size difference, but it seems to be the only thing you don't change on the car regularly. So. Yeah, no, yeah. that combination has been working really well, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have any plans to change okay. that. In the have next you, have bit. you played with spring rates or anything since Mid Ohio? Uh, no, we've been on the same spring rates okay. all season. I remember you were having bottoming out issues at Mid Ohio. I think uh, so. We've we've changed the bump stops around a little bit. Yep. We were having actually more, I think we were having more splitter flex and stuff like yeah. that than we realized. We've got a lot of all that splitter flexing and stuff fixed up now. Um, at Road Atlanta, we still had, um, we still needed something a little stiffer, maybe a different bump stop combination, okay. but I didn't want to change it for this event because more of an intermediate speed track. Yeah. It seemed to, like on all the medium speed corners at Road Atlanta, it worked really good. Yeah. Um, so I just, we've left it alone so far and, and it feels fantastic yeah. out there. It's a, uh, track's pretty smooth now too. It's not too bad, so... <laughs> We've got some hot laps coming in for Group D here, and I'd uh, love to call Group E to grid, please. Group E to grid, please. Uh, our top five so far are David Coletti in a 43.919 Street Mod, and Anthony Estrella, 44.028. Don Cushel, a 46.260. Vaughn Gittin in the RTR Mustang, 46.836. And Nilesh Patel in a 46.951. Any uh, any more plans for uh, track activities for you guys today? Anybody got keys? Yeah, Tom's <laughs> open to drive. I was promised a spec fit. Yeah, well let's Ooh. do it, man. We gotta get some spec fit I stuff. We on. were gonna do spec I mean, fit. We things. are gonna do it. We might have to do it tomorrow because oh. I'm having a weird day. <laughs> lot, I'm lot, down anytime. A lot of scheduling issues. Eleven so. o'clock at night, four o'clock in the morning. There you go. You know, even if we, if, even if you woke me up at four o'clock in the morning, I probably still have had more sleep than I had last That's night. That's probably sure. true. That's probably true. Currently, I don't know, how do those a... spec fit guys feel about bump drafting if they toss well, their keys over? Well, the uh, I think yeah. they're doing it naturally, and we're kind of discouraging it because it's track day environment. <laughs> but can we gorilla tape it like a just a unmounted tire to the front of each car? So there you go, a little nicer on the front it bumpers. Might affect the arrow, but I don't think it matters too much with a little brick <laughs> pass. Huh? <laughs> Tom, you come from uh, from Pirelli World Challenge. Uh, B-Spec class where uh -huh. you raced uh, Fitch for a couple years, yep. and you won the uh, the championship last year. Yep. What uh, what kind of difference do you find driving your TCA car now versus the P, uh, the B car? So the B car was a 2015 Fit, and the A car here is the 2017 SI, yep. and it's about double the power with the same weight. Really, and same weight? Huh? Pretty wow, much I the same weight. That. Wow. Uh, my max weight in the B-Spec car after rewards weight was about 2,700 pounds, and this one's 2725. Like that's pretty close. A couple pounds yeah. difference, really. That's amazing. And we're on wider tires. I mean, so the car's just way faster. Yeah. Um, the big difference, though, is last year we're all subcompact hatchbacks on the same tire. Pretty similar power. There's nuances of differences yeah. between cars. But, you know, Mazda 2, Chevy Sonic, Mini Cooper. But we're all doing the same thing. And this year it's the MX-5 Cup cars versus the Civic Si. There's an FRS in the class. Yeah. So we make speed in really different ways now this year. Yeah, you're seeing the disparity in chassis so much yeah. more. Huh? So learning to race with cars that make speed different ways than I do. Okay. And there's a whole lot more of them than there are of me. So I'm yeah. kind of working by myself. Yeah. Um, that's that's a learning curve. And, and you're, it seems like you're learning a little bit about fighting the balance of performance stuff, too. Um, yeah, that's a big thing with pro racing now is they call it balance of performance, BOP. BOP, yeah. You'll hear them talking about it constantly, and it's basically the series trying to make modifications to the cars constantly to make sure that no car is too dominant. Yep. yep. So if you, you know, come up with something creative that makes the car really fast, chances are they're going to take it away from you or take something else away from you yeah. pretty quickly. Or yeah. add weight. Um, so you're really kind of playing a balanced game of how much speed do I show them at any given time. Yeah. Uh, which we haven't had to do that at this point. You know, we just run the car. 
Yeah. What are the what It are does make for like? a pretty good show when you're watching the, the race on the live stream oh, yeah. or in the broadcast on, was it, CBS Sports? CBS Sports, And yeah. uh, it makes for a good show. you got pretty tight lap times, and you're yeah. doing it all differently. Yep. But, uh, man, I, there's something about, like, an unlimited time attack that is there. I love it. What it. Run what you're wrong, man. There's nothing like the cars yeah. here. You got, four do- you got four wheels and doors. There's no, po- no politics in unlimited yeah, class time nope. attack. Four wheels and doors, man. Let's party. No BOP. So, now, uh, BOP is interesting. It's it's almost needed. You can't just have somebody dominating. It's how you wreck a race series, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, it's cool when it's there for what it's needed yeah, at. But it's yeah. cool in something where it's, it definitely where you don't serves need a it. purpose. But right. it's pretty cool to not have it sometimes too. Sure. Um, you were saying about all the different uh, different cars and how they were, you know, different speeds and stuff like that. Your race at Mossport, where it was drying up, I watched that uh, that in car that you posted, and I would just had my mind blown when you were <laughs> oh, cool. you were on dries, right, and everyone yeah. else was on wets. Yeah. yeah, that was the most amazing. Passing the thing TC I've cars, <laughs> and that was so much fun. Yeah. That's well, that's what also blows me away here is like the two fastest cars are front wheel drive cars that make pretty different power. I mean, you're a lower powered car, totally relatively. different setups. Yeah, yeah. And well, he's, still pretty, know, he's still pretty powerful. Five hundred, powerful. You, but for some, you know, just the way the horsepower curve works, the speeds are always much lower than than some of my competitors. Yeah. Our, our average horsepower over the RPM band right. with yeah. the Rotrex is a little bit lower. It makes it really drivable, but yeah. it sometimes makes your top speeds a little lower. Yeah. So and then you got a must like a big V8 Mustang. Yeah. You got an S2000. You got a Subaru. I mean, the the top cars here are so tight, and they're. So different. I yeah. mean, I, an MX-5 to a Civic Si, not that different. Yeah, you guys are all over the place, and it's yeah, horsepower so tight. levels. Uh, the only really two sort of similar chassis in this in this battle up front is you and Will, just because you both have the same kind of dry, uh, directional yeah. drivetrain. But even if you look at but, you know the rest of the car, yeah, double wishbone versus he's strut front. Yeah, uh, I mean he's he's fighting all his own battles. So yeah, very very cool to see he's you guys uh, so close. Uh, what a what a crazy weekend. The, uh, the the time attack series here today um, is an excited one. So um, we'll see how these guys are doing out there uh, in E Group next, and we'll sign this one off for now. Thanks for hanging out on the mic for a few minutes, boys. Thanks for having us. Thank you, sir. This is so dumb. Live <laughs> <laughs> commentary from the track, chasing a yellow Acura Integra. Track services uh, are going to be hot and a little slippery right now, I think. But. Uh, there you go, yeah, coming through five, coming through corner five, and now corner six. Way wide out there, very nice. <laughs> the point isn't for you to judge my laps, is it? Our people's lap times look, oh, we've got an Acura off on turn seven into the dirt. I just got a, I just got a front row seat to that. Boy, am I glad I did this. This yellow Integra, yellow Integra is pretty quick, though. Who's I think that's, uh, I don't know exactly what's in that thing. I think it might be one of our K-swapped Integras, though. Oh, it's quick, man. He's got, he's making moves in that thing. He's really taking a wide line through turn 10. It's very impressive. All right, you're coming up on the back straight now, right, Matt? Coming down the back straight. Oh, I just realized I still had the car in comfort mode. Oh. Now I have sports mode design. Did you at least take it out of, uh... What's up, kids? Waving at everybody. Live commentary from on the racetrack. Has anyone ever done this before? Live commented a race from in the race? That's a new thing. Not, not a good one. Go Rift, though. I accidentally go Rift, though, turn one. I apologize, man. 
So this is time attack works. This is a first for us here, uh, having live commentary on track uh, using should, the Bluetooth. Should I like? Should I slow down and let some cars catch up so I have like someone else to commentate besides this very quick Acura Integra? Absolutely. Uh, play around with them. Oh, a little bit sideways there, coming out of three there, Matt. Very nice work. Uh, it's a rear-wheel drive machine. Power on oversteer on demand. This is, so, this is so silly. It actually sounds really good. Oh my god, the Acura Integra is off in the weeds on the left side again. Yellow flag into turn seven. It's not gone well for him, I have to say. Um, <laughs> oh, this is silly. Why did the commentator just make a pass? That's not supposed to happen. I think we Should need to start. We need to start doing this at all of the events. I need to get a transponder. This is dumb. Um, all right, I got. I got some traffic coming up behind me. I'll. Uh, I'll slow down on the front straight and uh, give point buys. I hope I can stay out of. I feel bad if I'm in this gentleman's way. Let me point him by. I think I heard him opening the window. All right. Blue SDI gets a point by there. Tell you what, it's exciting. This is good. It's good to be in the competition right now. I've never, uh, I've never actually been in a race in a non-cage street car wearing a T-shirt before. That's a new thing. That's what Time Attack's about. People in Turn Eleven on the wall are giving me, uh, are holding up their beers. They're giving me cheers. This is excellent. I, I was congratulated for doing live commentary. I don't have a whole lot to say, but I'm whipping. I can say that I have the air conditioning set to maximum right now, and uh, it's a it's a lovely 62 degrees in this particular M3. Quite delightful. Oh, I got another. I got someone else coming up behind me who actually cares about racing. I'm gonna point him by here. It's that RX-7 that uh, was throwing smoke screens for you earlier. Well, what I'm saying is I wanna. I want to get offline so he can pass. 370Z, 350Z coming by. RX7 coming by. Maybe I'll get smoke screened out a little bit. Oh, look, I have. Smoke screen. Oh, I pointed him by, but then he pointed me by right back. I, th I hope that people who are taking this seriously aren't uh, upset by what I'm doing right now. I'm not trying to be, uh, be in anyone's way. I got an Evo who wants to make a move, and uh, I'm going to let him on the front straight here. Oh, understeer. Go ahead, Evo. Ooh, who's got this gray Evo that sounds so good? The big wing on it. How's the uh, audio quality up there? Is it decent on the Bluetooth? It sounds perfect. It sounds perfect coming over the PA. <laughs> get down! Get down to the apex! Oh, uh, this, this Evo is gaining about uh, 20 yards per straightaway on me. That's what that downforce is doing, apparently. He's got, he's got some grip in the corners, too. That's a quick little car, this gray Evo. This is fun. I think we need to do a live I think so. We should put you out in every single session, Matt. Everyone. 
you can... pilot super sports are getting lightly greasy. We're just going to leave you out for five time attack sessions straight. So you can just run your own little enduro this whole weekend. Everyone else is in time attack. I'm in, in, in enduro. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> it's all part of the job. I think this, I don't think anyone's ever tried to do live time attack commentary from in-car before. I certainly haven't heard of that. I have not either. I think that is a, uh, this is a first. A grid life exclusive. I, At least at Gingerman Race. I have to give a shout out to, uh, was it Anish who taught me how to take turn 10 properly? Yeah, when we were, we were out there last year uh, walking the track in the evening and uh, Anish from Speed Freaks um, and I, you know, we were, he was out there and he was telling you about his line, going out nice and wide in 10. Turn 10, it was, it was a really tough one to take. If you, uh, once he taught me how to do it properly though, it makes so much sense. And there's, uh, you can get quite a lot of uh, exit speed out of it once you learn how to do it right. Yeah, and then that translates to much higher speeds at the end of that straightaway. Oh, and that's the checker. There's your, there's your group C time attack session. Can you guys hear me in Tent City over here? I don't know if they can hear me in Tent City. I don't know. I don't think there's a PA over there. Shout out to Turn 3. That was fun. Let's do live commentary from the race every single time. Absolutely. And whoever whoever the driver is of this DMN Racing Mitsubishi Evo 9, that's good driving for this gentleman. What's he running? That's Nilesh Patel. number... 23, car number 23. Yeah, that's uh, that Evo that you're behind, Matt. That's Nilesh Patel. He was running a 144? 136. And you were hanging right there with him. 44s is not bad, huh? No, not bad at all. Well, this uh, this M3's really got it, man. This, this thing's got a pair on it. And, and can I just tell you... I'm actually going to turn it down. I'm a little cold because I had the air conditioning on maximum. Froze yourself and, out? Uh, extremely comfortable, but I'm actually getting a little bit chilly now. So I may uh, I may shut the air conditioning off to warm it back up, but oh, that was just delightful. Everyone should do time attack sessions. This is great. And actually, I just realized that we have our own radio station with the PA. Technically, the people running time attack, if they had radios in their cars could tune it to 93.9 and be able to listen to live commentary during their own session. That's way too meta. Way too meta. I I think the world would end if that happened. Hey, man, we heard you like commentating, so you can commentate while you commentate. So you can commentate while you commentate. Watch me now. Final call. Group D to the grid. Final call. (laughs) No, that was cool. Hey, Matt, turn the radio on to 93.9 real quick. We want to see what happens. Uh, it's going to be an endless loop. It's going to be a real problem. <laughs> it's like when my, my pasta meets my anti-pasta. <laughs> hey, shout out, shout out to all these people in turn 11, huh? Shout out to all you guys. What's happening? Shout out to all you guys in turn 11. Real time, real time on track commentary. I don't. That probably was very terrible. If I had to guess, but no, uh, actually, it was it was perfect. It was perfect. Goodbye. And I ended up coming off track with like 50 psi tire. 
Um, and the car felt really, really bad with 50 PSI tire and Hoosiers. It was really, Man, really tire, bad. Tire pressures can wreak havoc. Dirty, and it was uh, floaty, and it was just very strange, man. No, even, like, tire pressures being off just, like, one or two PSI on, like, one corner of the car or one wheel can make yeah, the car I mean, if handle If you're really in M3 weird. and one rear tire is one and a half PSI off, you could end up sailing over a curb. <laughs> yeah, right. And all kinds of bad things. That's happen. a great... Great excuse. It's a super good excuse. Sorry, my tire pressures were off. I usually drive flat out at night in the rain on the Autobahn. Tire pressures are fine for that, but then I woke up this morning and the tire pressures were off. Mm-hmm. Man, a lot of bang, bang, pop, pop. Oh, Devin, Devin Giles. taking a late pass. Wow, late deep into turn one. But that way it was right at the checker, so we can we throw away the corner after. It's all good. Wow, Robert Thorne jumped up the rain. A lot of consistent 29s out of Robert Thorne. We're looking at a 29.595 for Robert Thorne as his fastest and the fastest of our A group here this session. And B Andy group Smedgar. has either gotten really small or people have not heard our announcements. B yeah. group to the grid. Uh, B group is going out very soon. They just threw the checker on A. So yeah, we got a couple minutes. Uh, I see someone. I see some people running. I'm guessing someone did not get their announcements. Might not have. Might B not group have. to the grid. She's been pushing James Houghton's car back towards the trailer. Uh, a lot of fragileness. I was, fragile uh, I was on tire pressures. Did, did James beat his, uh, his number? He did uh, not, did No, he, he did not. No. Nope. A 127.84 will stand. That, that will definitely stand for fastest of uh, the weekend, I think. Um, that was a hell of a time. Un- and he, he had a perfect, a perfect temperature session. It worked really well. Our top five of this one, of Robert Thorne, a 29.595. Mr. Smedegar at a 29.973. Brian Fessler with a 32.998. Chris Borsma with a 35.215. And Cody Miles all the way from California, a 36.185. Very, you uh, ever very find fast. out what happened to the uh, Crazy Pikes Peak car? How did it, how did, uh, how, what went he, wrong? He didn't actually let me know. I don't know. Mm. Um, but it ran a th- like a 30 on its only lap. <laughs> so, uh, and not, uh, not a good one. So that's not too bad. Not too bad at all. Unbelievably fast car. It's got all the potential in the world. When all, like you know, when you build a car like that, every bug needs to be fixed. Yeah. And unlike when you're taking a stock car and like changing springs and like bolting the turbo kit on, this is like, let's develop everything. Yeah. And when it breaks arrow, uh, breaks suspension, and all that stuff, it uh, it's a lot of lot there's, of sort of. There's no parts for it. The first time he had it on track was at one of our earlier events a couple years ago, a year and a half ago. Uh, he the first time he had wide open throttle down the back straightaway. It had so much downforce that it broke the suspension and the car came screeching to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think at the time he was, they were calculating at over 100 miles an hour, it was like five or seven thousand pounds downforce. Wow! Yeah, it's ridiculous. Final call, as in Group B is going on track right now. So yep, you're late. You're late. And uh, Brad and Matt DeRoos. Oh, we're looking for C-class cars now. Getting reminded by grid workers. C-class cars. Look at this empty, lonely grid. You need to fill it with love and hugs and C-class cars. We, there's uh, not that many Mercedes here. No, there's not very many. All those C-classes. No Mercedes here. Except for others. Uh, the guys from Donut have them. Yeah, those are cool. So fast. <laughs> um, yeah, Brad Yonkers and uh, Matt Drews, one lap... Uh, one lap participants this year, and how do you? How did they do? They did thirteenth or fifteenth overall? I think something like Third, that. Yeah, thirteenth yeah. is what I was told. In a uh, stock E46 M3 motor. Hey Brad, where did you guys finish on one lap? Fourteenth. Fourteenth overall in an E46 M3 against all those giant killer cars. 
First lap around, uh, Matt DeRus is uh, running a 42.030. Kevin Parlett, I think his fastest of the weekend, a 40.463. Another reminder, volunteers uh, to the merch booth, please. Volunteers to the merch booth, please. Once again, Time Attack Group C, you're gritting now. Time Attack Group C, gritting now. Kevin Parlett getting a little uh, loose in the 5-6 area. Dragging a big uh, rooster tail of dirt through there. A lot of arrow on that G37. Is that G35 or G37? G35. Five. Yep. Nice looking build on that car. Along with uh, a similar, uh, like its sister car, Savannah Little's 350Z we're seeing here. They travel all over the country together. Very nicely built cars, and uh, uh, especially as we're getting to know us at Grid Life, uh, we like uh, we like hanging out with them. They uh, uh, really happy to see them come out to our events here. Battling some issues out there. We'll see what Kevin Parlett has for us in just a minute. Looks like Matt Tarus is first car around for lap two. His best last time was a 42.030. See if he can beat it. Ah, 42-611, dead Man. consistent. C-class cars to the grid. There are very, very few of we them right now. got four of you so far. We thinking about maybe combining C and D? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe D and E at least. I'm actually going to go upstairs and talk to them about that. Hey, Matt, you just drove a cool car, though. How was that thing, that Volvo the Amazon? Volvo? It makes you work for it. Uh... <laughs> It's fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 350 wheel, 2,600 pounds. It goes pretty good. It's not bad. Manual steering, manual brakes, uh, and uh, there's something wrong with like a shift fork or the linkage or something. So to go from fourth to third, you have to first put it in second, <laughs> which if you're not used to that is, uh, is certainly a change. It's like a special key code in a video yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, I've, had, I've had quite a few asterisks on the cars I've driven this week. <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing is just simple. Everything has a... Everything is working perfectly until you have to tell someone else Every, how to drive it. Everything has character, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> lots uh, of character. But that car is uh, is super cool. I mean, I, I, as I was driving it just through the paddock, I think you get more thumbs up and smiles from people in that than than anything Almost else you're driving else, this yeah. week. So, you know, and it and it goes. It, it is a fast car. That, that, I mean, it, I uh, I was able to uh, to hold its own in some corners and. Uh, And uh, in the straightaways, it mobs. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's got a, what, a 4G63 in there? Yeah. But you have to, in between every corner, you have to brush the brake pedal with your left foot to pump it back up. You have to do the double pump thing in between every single corner. Really? Yeah, so... Just from pad knockback or yeah, from what? Yeah, Man. and so it, uh, so you have to drive with both feet. You know, constantly. I, I wish I had a pedal cam on it because I, my feet had to do so much work. It was, uh, it was certainly interesting. But uh, I think that the nearer that I am to death, the better the video performs. So, <laughs> so that's kind of uh, what it's about. But uh, Brian can certainly hustle that thing pretty good. Ran a 149 yeah. in it. Yeah, not which bad. Which for a 68 Volvo Amazon is, uh, is quite good. I think that's one of the only uh, Volvo Amazon time attack cars that I've ever seen. Probably one of the few that exists. 
<laughs> There's probably one in New Zealand somewhere. New Zealand is with, and Sweden. They oh, run. Yeah, they run. Too. They run old Volvos with big turbos in Sweden. That's the thing they do. Last call. Time attack. Group D. Last C, call. C. 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 This is C. This is C. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. I'll go out in this group, right? You guys want me? You guys want me to yeah. phone in? Yeah. Sure. Or should go. I wait till D? No. C is. This is gonna be the loose. The loosest one. If you're ready to go, do it, man. Yeah, I'll go. All right, well, I'll do field corresponding from the car. Cool. We cool. will. Uh, we'll record that. I got a transponder on too. We got it. How I sound out there? Good. I'm gonna go check. Sounds sounds good to me. Pretty good. Sounds good. What's up, guys? Live commentary from the BMW M3. Well, first glance, this is a, a much easier car to drive than the uh, Volvo Amazon. Let me just throw that out there. I'm going to go nice and slow and wait for some action to happen. So you guys do your thing, and uh, and we'll see what happens with me. All right, Matt, you've got some fast stuff coming up on your 6, uh, RX-7, S2000, E46 with aftermarket arrow, and a really quick 350Z. Oh, perfect, perfect. This is going to be good. I'll have things to watch out for. They're about one corner back from that. How, how does the surface look today? It's a little dirty, to be perfectly honest, especially on the uh, just after the apex of some of these corners. It's uh, I'm gonna let let some of this traffic go by. These guys are on their first flyer, right? These guys are all on flyers. He has a transponder, right? Okay, here we go. Let's see what's happening up here with this uh, first gen RX7. S2000, and, uh, we got it. Oh, my M3 tires have some marbling on them. Give it a few point bites so I don't get in the way of these guys' actual race. Wow, that RX-7 is really smoking up good on the exit for 10. You can see it. It looks like a bonfire, Matt. <laughs> we, can, we can actually see it over the hill, Matt. Yeah, it looks like a cigarette boat, right? I got a transponder on this one, so tell me if uh, if my time comes up. Yeah, I don't know. A little oversteer here. I dropped some PSIs in the M-Tray, so maybe I can get a little more grip out of it. Well, not, not there. <laughs> Getting drifty. This is a pretty good battle happening up here right now. Close racing. These corner exits are getting quite dirty, though. Did get a note from uh, from uh, the track staff that there's a couple keys been found, a Honda one and a Chevy one. A couple keys have been found at the eight and a half. They're in uh, lost and found. A couple keys in lost and found. Free cars at the Lost and Found. Free cars at the Lost and Found. Yeah, yeah if you lost your keys, go to Lost and Found. I'm not going to tell you what they are. Not seeing Matt Ferrer come up on live timing here. Unless he, unless he's Vaughn getting... Joe Mackey, there he is. We see him. Good old Joe Mackey, Matt Ferrer. Uh, Fixing it. Oh, if, if you guys could see how badly I just blew the apex of uh, turn 10, you would be ashamed of me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, we missed that one map, but we'll have more opportunities to be ashamed of you in the future. Uh, I caught that E46 like it's nothing on the straightaway. This M3's got real power. 425 or so, they say. There he goes. Joe Mackey. I'm, I'm glad we got it's the like carbon ceramics on this guy. Matt just did a 146.4 that first lap. Matt, you Not ran a 146.4 first lap. 146.4. That's okay. I'm getting a little drifty. Oh, both the Z and the uh, E46 M3 drop a rear in the dirt there on the exit of two. They're driving the snot out of those cars. Oh, my back end is getting a little drifty as well. How does the heat affect the performance today versus yesterday, Matt? How's the car feel? Well, I gotta be honest with you, Zach. It's slickered and greased out shit out here. <laughs> My ass is waggling around like a girl in a Nelly video. And I'm about to get smoked out by this RX-7. Massive amounts of smoke happening here. It seems to only be on uh, right-hand corners for him, though. Yo, it's tough, dude. These guys have arrows, Looks like, uh, Matt, you're being chased by uh, our uh, round one champion for HPD Plus, uh, Corey Claxton. Uh, so you're in pretty good company there, that, uh, that Z, that's nice lime green wrap. Uh, I got a point by from that RX-7. Man, now they are. Right, so now the Z and the E46 M3 are really, really on it. And I am breaking like a huge vagina at the end of the back straightaway. Huge vagina, folks. With this M3, you really got to get it settled before the crest at the end of the front straight. But there is a nice wheel-to-wheel -wheel battle happening here between... The black E46 M3 with Arrow and this white uh, Nissan 350Z. M3 giving me a point by, or he might have just been giving me the finger. I'm not sure. No, that E46 seems to have slowed down a little bit and let a few people by. Ending up in the dirt on every single exit. Oh, I'm getting quite a lot of oversteer on the entry here, but it's feeling good. I'm shocked at how well these ceramic brakes hold up to these kinds of temperatures. Actually, I'm not shocked at all. They're $8,000. Oh, got a little point by from the Z. Looking like you're pretty close to the 146 flat uh, currently, nice and hot out there. It's really hot. The car does not have all the grip it should have. I'm getting, I'm getting quite a lot of movement from the back end. Uh, and actually... You know, it's fast, but it does feel a little bit down on power. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if this thing is uh, is nice and, you know, heat-soaked up. Matt, Von Gittin's RTR is out there as well. You were talking to him yesterday about running against him. He just I'll ran a... In. Let's chat. He ran a 145.3 in the last lap. Well, he's a professional racing driver, and I'm uh, an idiot on television. Well, you are only one-tenth of a second off of his best time, actually. Like I said, he's a professional racing driver, and I'm an idiot on television. Yo, I'm getting this S2000, though. This fool, oh, he just blew it. He's, he feels the pressure of this blue M3. 
Anyone who's ever driven in Los Angeles knows what it's like to have an M3 driven by an asshole right up your ass. Hey, Matt, I want to remind you, you are over the PA at the track. <laughs> oh, man, I'm getting such nice progressive oversteer. And I'm just going to go right by, right by Mr. S2000. Making moves. I should have entered this race. I'm doing okay. You are dropping your times. You got uh, a 45454 4 last time, so you're about a half a second down. That's not so bad. That's not bad. I'm also, I do have to, to mention that I'm in one of the few air-conditioned places at this entire racetrack right now. Air conditioning is on full crank, and it's, uh, it's, it's quite delightful in this car, actually. Savannah Little just said her best with a 145.9. Such a wussy. I'm such a wussy breaking at the four. What's up, people, on turn 11? Yeah, Chris Tuttle uh, leading this pack. We got a 38.873. John Ding, a 43.798. Brian Blaine, a 44.146. 44.655 from Tony DeSero. Alex Doss with a 44.906. Egidus Zeniskus, a 45.229. Uh, Von Gittin or Von Gittin's car, a 45.369. And Matt Farah in eighth place, a 45.413. Being chased by Corey Claxon, HPD Plus rear wheel drive, a 45.430. And David NG in the yellow Integra that broke last time, a 45.693. Brakes are getting very hot now. I blew the entrance to three so badly. Are you seeing brake fade, Matt? Oh, yeah. Brake fade, tire fade, everything but driver fade. The driver is feeling good. I'll tell you what, I know why people buy these M3s. It's really possible to just dance them right at that limit of grip all the way through these corners. It's, it's quite lovely. Yeah, it is a very easy car to go quickly in right off the bat. Catching up to the uh, yellow Integra type R, oh, and he's off track. I mean, going to the pits, not off track, off track. What's up, guys? Getting some shout outs from the boys at turn 11. Guys, don't forget, Snap Gun Tools is giving away a toolbox. Go to grid.life slash snap on something or other. You gotta do your promos, people. <laughs> oh no, I'm catching up to the Volvo Amazon. Oh my god. I'm, I'm inadvertently just turning this into a drift session because. I have I have basically no grip left at the rear at all. Matt, you just ran a 145.7. You're three tenths off your best time. Oh boy! Oh, looks like he's out in the dirt a little bit. There we go. We saw that. Hey, that was pretty, guys. Huh? How about that driving? That was that was just real good right there. Who was that driver who just did that? Huh? Someone get him off the racetrack. 
Another call for Time Attack Group D, please. Time Attack Group D to grid, please. Time Attack Group D. You're asking to get some wind as I give these guys point buys on the front straight. They're, they're racing. I'm playing. So they're going to get a point buy here. Looking like it's almost time for checker for you, Matt. Almost there. You'll see it next time around. Another call for Time Attack Group D. One minute until released. Time Attack Group D. And I'm getting word that that actually was Vaughn Gittin in his uh, RTR Mustang running 45.369. Matt Farrow right behind him in the M3 of the 45.413. A couple exhibition cars having a good time out there. Sessions are getting a little lighter, so a little less populated. But uh, not too bad out there. Uh, turned out to be a pretty good session. Lots of, uh, lots of clean battles, a few battles, but not too much passing. Some pretty fast times. Track is a little bit behind its fastest, but uh, not too far off. <laughs> oh, that was so silly. <laughs> All right, Matt, we will see you back at the pit. All right, goodbye. Savannah's car sounds so fine.